Homemakers, our show is made possible by a few carefully selected advertisers and because of our Patreon friends. If you haven't yet, we invite you to show your love for the show by becoming a patron at patreon.com forward slash Homemaker Chic Podcast. There you will receive downloads to both of our cookbooks, exclusive access to snippets of the Homemaker Chic book as it's being written, and a private invitation at the end of every season to join us for our live fangirl party call. You can be a part of Homemaker Chic and show your support for the show by visiting patreon.com forward slash Homemaker Chic podcast. That's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash Homemaker Chic Podcast. And now, let's rock this show. Welcome, welcome, welcome to this Monday's version, this Monday's edition, this Monday's, what are we doing? It's a podcast. It's a podcast. This is Homemaker Chic Podcast, and it's Monday, and we're here again. We're in your ears while you're washing dishes or vacuuming or changing diapers or on your morning commute. Here we are. I'm Angela of ParisianFarmGirl.com, and my co-host every week, twice a week, is Shay Elliott of the Elliott Homestead and ShayElliott.com. Uh, happy Monday, question mark? Happy Monday. Uh, I'm sick. So yeah. oh, right before we hit record, Angela and I lamented about how much we hate listening to people when they have a stuffy nose. And here I am for your listening pleasure with a yeah. very stuffy nose. So I Sorry. apologize. Sorry about no. that. You got your Sorry eye makeup that. on today. Are you uh, compensating for feeling poorly? No. I spent the last about four hours outside butchering ducks and roosters. And <laughs> with your eyeshadow on? No, I so I came in and showered. I mean, okay. I have some pride, you know. Yeah. I'm out there and it's like I've got no makeup. My hair isn't just a knotted twist on top of my head. I've got my coveralls on that I think mm-hmm. I've had now for maybe 12 years. I don't think they've ever been washed. I'm mm-hmm. covered in blood, covered in feathers. And I thought, you know what? It might be a good time for a shower. Know your audience. Know your audience. <laughs> so I thought I would look all nice and feminine and homemaker chic and put together okay. for a recording today. Um, two things. Okay. My uh, farm clothes, you know, it is April and my outdoor like chore gear is rank. <laughs> It is so gross. This is so gross. My my wellies, my muck boots, they split. And so now when I sink down into the ooze, it touches sure. my sock. Sure. And it's, yeah. it's so gross. Yeah. Uh, if I was a real woman, I suppose I'd find some duct tape or something, but I haven't done that yet. It's just every time I slide them on, I'm like, oh, dang it. These stupid boots are cracked. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's not cool. I bought myself years ago, I like really splurged and used some birthday money and Mm -hmm. I bought some hunter boots because you see them, right? You see all the people. They're all, okay, are those hunters? Mm -hmm. I have never had boots for less long than my hunter boots. (laughs) Like I ruined them so quickly. I'm like, how how is this? How are we? How are we doing this, hunter? Like this is what you do. Uh, is it though, or does it? Is it just a status symbol? Well, see, that's what I think. I decided <laughs> because I was like, I all right, I'm not doing fashion. that again. I don't wear mine for muck boots. Okay. Um, I would like a, a classic, uh, like army green pair, but I think I want barber for those. But yeah, like these are like my springtime 
hey, it's mucky out and I live in Wisconsin, but I'm still stylish boots. Yeah. But I am not wearing these in the barn. Sorry. Yeah. No, the the hunters are not throw down boots. They're like pseudo farm boots. Yeah. Yeah. Just a little note there. If you're wondering what muck boots to buy. No, I just buy like the grossest things I can at Tractor Supply and then, <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, we're talking like, it's like 10 inches of liquid crap out there right now. It's so bad. So chic. It's so it's bad. So chic. Okay, so there's that. There's that. My, my farm okay. clothes are just gross. I mean, like the pockets of my like Carhartt jacket are like coated in like bag balm goop and it's just nasty. Yeah, sure. Sure. Nasty. Um, and you're like, can I do, do I burn this or do I actually bring it into my beautiful washing machine? <laughs> uh, or do I just keep wearing hose it? Hose it? Maybe hose it off first? Yeah. I don't just, know. it's not, I can't do that yet. So at some point it's going to get just scrubbed down outside and hung on the line, but that's not happening Yeah. Yet. Yeah. Well, um, this is really a good intro to our conversation because yeah. we've been talking all about being prepared for various things this season. And today we're going to be talking about being prepared to look nice, being prepared to get dressed, being prepared. I really don't like the word fashion because I feel like you've got a bunch of young moms listening and they're like, hey, screw you. <laughs> it's not a season of my life where I'm feeling about being fashionable. They're like put together, I think is a better word, right? Because okay. when you think of fashion, you think like it's high, it's it's out there. It's some like fancy nebulous that we're striving towards. Okay. As opposed to just, could we get ready in the morning? Could we put the work in, be prepared to get ready in the morning, to feel good in what we're wearing, to feel put together, to feel like, you know, we talked in what, season one or two about like having our uniform for the day as homemakers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like how do we get prepared for that? And what does that look like for different people? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, fashion's a big word. It's a big word. It's a yeah. fussy word. Well, it's, there's so many like words that go with it. High fashion, everyday fashion, yeah. you know. Yeah. It's, it, for, I think it's a big word because for everybody, it sort of brings up a different association. Whether right. it's trends or out of fashion, there's always – it doesn't just – it's not a standalone word in people's mind. Right. There's always That's words true. that go with it. Yeah, there are words like that. You just yeah. use them knowing that they're going to get slammed into a bunch of other stuff. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, we've had Jen. I wish we actually had Jen on today. This would be such a great topic for her to talk on. But Jen from the Madame Chic book series, if you guys are looking for some little books to like just tuck in with, easy reading. Mm -hmm. um, I've even had Georgia read them. You know, they're perfectly they're fine. They're for Yeah, they're for young women who are mm -hmm. also learning how to be ladylike. Yep. And there's so much relevant stuff in those books. The Madame Chic. So there's like lessons I learned from Madame Chic. Um, what's the other title? It's a trilogy. So it's three little books. Yeah, there's three of Such them. a fun one. Mm -hmm. Such a fun. So check those out. If you're like, I need more of this. I really need to learn how to pull myself out of the gutter. <laughs> and that would be a really good series to <laughs> One hour with Homemaker Chic is just not enough. <laughs> um, that would be a fun one. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Okay. I have to sniff. I'm going to move You do that. Away. So there was two things. There, were, there was that my um, farm clothes are disgusting. And this matters so much to everyone I know. But you have your eye makeup on. So I'm making okay. this announcement to you. I am okay. now wearing mascara like full under my eye. Not just what? on the edges. Why? 
Um, because I saw Lisa Eldridge a few weeks ago, and she had like this bright and springy eye it popped up on my YouTube, and it looked so nice. Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know, you can go back to wearing mascara under your eye. It doesn't just have to be the outer lashes. And it's okay. been really fun. Really? Yeah. I think I'm really enjoying it. I thought I would never sometimes. do that again. And okay. it's not very much. This okay. camera is not helping. But that is my announcement. Aren't you glad <laughs> you know? Okay. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm so excited for you. Mm-hmm. Just something new. <laughs> I'm living on the edge. <laughs> this is what it comes down to, ladies. This is what it comes down to. Your day being made by the way you put on your mascara. Mm-hmm. Here and, we go. Yeah. Okay. Let's cue that wine music. Let's pour a glass. Okay. And then we'll... There we go. Let's there cue the go. wine music without stopping the recording. Let's do that, Shay. Well done. All right. Our fun little ditty. Love this song. Uh, we love this part of the show uh, because since about day one, we've partnered with Dry Farm Wines because Shay and I love a good glass of wine. We like a good meal. We try to uh, make everything that we do as healthy as we can. And this is where Dry Farms comes into our wine cabinet. So no GMOs, no added sugars, no purple dye, no garbage, no wine belly. Just have a glass with your dinner in the spirit of better, not more. Um, I have an empty bottle here. This was our bottle from the weekend. Shay, I'm in love with this one. (laughs) Is this the one you texted me about? I actually texted them, too. I'm like, (laughs) wow, you guys. I was so happy. Okay, so listeners, if you haven't converted, if we have not done our job in the last two years, and you have not converted over to Dry Farm, like as a wine snob, I'm just like going to tell you, you are seriously missing out. You're wrong on this one. You need to come over to the wine side. You need to switch to Dry Farm. Dry Farm Wines. What is it? Dryfarm.com. Dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic. Uh, with your first order, you're going to get a penny. And this is why nope, I'm, you're, you're not going to get a penny. Shay? Last Monday, I didn't know my own name. Send you a penny in the mail. I'm going to tape it to an envelope and I'm going to send you a penny if you give me a bottle of wine. (laughs) I swear it's empty because we had it this weekend, not because I'm drinking it now. Oh, holy cow. You will receive a bottle for a penny with your first order from dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic. There you go. Um, when I switched, so there is a palette adjustment because they're a bit lighter. Not lighter like they're weak. They're just different because they're not as syrupy and really nasty as as the wines that are loaded with so much sugar. But for those of us, I like a big, bad, mean Bordeaux. Like I like a hearty wine that can like stand up against the meal. And this is that bottle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm telling you what, like they can send, they can just fill my whole case. So this is Chateau Lamont Bergeron. This is a Omedoc 2013, which is the oldest bottle I've ever received from Dry Farm. So that was really exciting. Um, this Omedoc area is just a little 37 area, 37 mile area um, in Bordeaux. And it's um, the wines from this region are primarily 
they're cab heavy. So they're usually a cab Merlot blend um, and heavier on the cab side. This one's actually 50-50. So 50% uh, Cabernet Sauvignon, 50% Merlot. This is so good. It's like um, damson plum with mm. a little bit of sweetness and it's like a chewable wine. This this is just a big bad Bordeaux. That's the best way for me to, to describe it. Mm. I loved it. Like I You're going to need... You're going to need to put the name of that in the show notes. Okay. Because when you speak with your beautiful French voice, we don't understand what you're saying. Um, Medoc is H, you know, you know it. It's H-O-U-T and then M-E-D-O-C. That's me. Oh, region, yes. Isn't it? Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So delicious. It made me very happy. So I... um went on to dryfarmwines.com and filled out like their VIP information. And so when they send me bottles that I really like, when you're a VIP and all you have to do is fill a little something out, then you can request certain bottles. So I will be requesting this bottle. It was incredible. Just incredible. I'm going to try. I want to try it. I'm going to have to. I want you to. I want to know what you think because. Okay. Yeah. Okay. By far my favorite out of two years. Okay. Yeah. That's fun. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm glad you found your spirit wine. I did. I found my spirit wine. (laughs) Well, visit dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic. Get some wines delivered to you. You can choose um, some of their smaller packages, some of their three bottle wine packages of wine. If you want to give that a try, you can try six or nine or 12 or reds or whites or bubblies or all sorts of things. So go and have fun. They Stock won't send you a penny white tape to the inside you of an envelope. Not send you Sorry penny. about that. <laughs> that is not part of the deal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. Um, I'm really sorry about my voice slash sneezy thing going on here, guys. I'm really sorry about that. Uh, I was watching Seinfeld the other night, and I'm thinking, you're totally sick, dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I remember that episode where Jerry's sick. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, he he's not acting like he's sick, but he's still yes. He yeah. sounds stuffy. He though. just sounds you could, so stuffy. I just yeah. like oh, that's gonna stink. Really? Yeah. Just take four days off. Yeah. No, I mean the show yeah. goes on. Mm-hmm. You know that's the thing. It's it's so difficult when you're a homesteading, homeschooling entrepreneur, <laughs> right? Like, oh, you're Mom, sick. Sorry. <laughs> right. Sorry about yeah. that. It's all good. I made the most delicious like. Thai styled chicken soup last night with ginger and curry and turmeric and mm. the most beautiful broth that had seaweed and garlic and chilies. And it was so yummy and so warming. And, but it did not cure the cold. So here we are. Where are you getting seaweed from? Um, I get seaweed from Mountain Rose Herbs. Mm. They have really beautiful. I get kombu and nori primarily. Um, and I just add it to my broths. It's a really great source of minerals. Okay. So that's what I use it for. Cool. It, it's really subtle. I mean, it's not like you're drinking seaweed broth. It just has this like whole underlayer of flavor, you know? Mm-hmm. And I always think about that with broths. Like it's actually quite shocking to make a really good broth how much you have to put in it. And it's true that you can make a broth or a stock just by, okay, I have some leftover, With barely leftover anything. chicken carcass and yeah. like some carrot peelings. And that's true. It is true. But when but you go when for you like, it, wow. When you go for it, I made yeah. some last weekend. I had lamb shanks, which is like the forearm 
of a lamb. And I roasted them with olive oil and a ton of really good sea salt and then just filled my pot with like peppercorns and bay leaves and parsley and Mm -hmm. real carrots and real onions and like, oh my word, it was so good. It was so good. Some wine. Yum. Yep. Still didn't cure the cold though. So here we are. Bummer. Um, Okay. So if we're looking at prepared makes possible, um, my thought for today is we could just talk about what it's like to open our closet doors and like be prepared for, I guess we can just maybe work through a ton of different situations. And yeah, uh, like you said, the word fashion, not everyone, um, not everyone likes that word. Not everyone cares. And it's not a a word that stands alone. It's usually people put another word with that, but um, that's still what we're wearing. Whether it's good fashion or bad fashion or jeans and a t-shirt, it's still, that's still what's happening. So us gals, we can be um, emotional creatures. And I myself have experienced the full um, gamut of emotions when things aren't going right. When I open my closet doors, it's really not a good place to be when you're trying to get out the door to something and you can't pull it together because you're not prepared. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think we have to put ourselves in the right mindset too, as we try to do on this podcast, which is maybe fashion is your thing. And it's this beautiful form of self-expression. And it's a way that you just like kind of get your kicks throughout the day and you Mm -hmm. delight in the shopping and you delight in the trying on and all these great things. (laughs) And then there are those of us who, um, well, I should say there are, then there are those who We want to make sure that like we are just in a good position as homemakers to devour our day in the best way that we Mm -hmm. can. Um, Mm -hmm. And how we dress and what we look like, we've said this a bunch of times, but it's worth saying again, it affects how we go about our day. And so I think it's a complicated conversation in the sense that maybe I want to make sure I'm prepared to like approach the day dressed well. So that I feel good because this is a form of personal expression for me. This is a creative mm-hmm. outlet. Or I could approach it like, hey, I need to be prepared to get ready and to look well for the day because I need to be able to really function. I need to be in a good mindset for all that I need to accomplish today. Mm-hmm. And that's really difficult to feel that way when you haven't washed your hair in four days and you're slumming around in sweatpants. That's not like a a go get them kind of an outfit, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You don't you don't want to go out. You don't feel good. You don't look your best. And you know, I don't think we can discredit the amount that that plays into our attitude. Yeah, I uh, I can't. Yeah, I mean, even my little mascara story, like because <laughs> I'm super into it, but I've been doing it every day. And right. it, it's sort of like when you when your nails are done, you feel like, oh, well, I, I might be in my yoga pants and my Cafe de Monde sweatshirt, but my nails yeah. are done. Or yeah. I might be, you know, in my farm chores, but my I have mascara on. So if I had to run inside and then run to the post office, <laughs> I feel good or just I feel a little bit pulled together. Put together. together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, put together. I mean, here on this podcast, if you're new here. We really do try to push back against the the hot mess mom culture. Yeah. 
And it's not because we're not a hot mess at times. Right. Because we are. But the glorification of that is just so overdone. And this just like, hey, be whoever you are and and just whatever. It's all free going. It's like, no, that's – there's no discipline there. Mm -hmm. There's no growth or maturity there. And so is it some of those things? Maybe a splash of it? Sure. But like at the end of the day, we need to be able to act and function and be adults, not in some weird arrested state of adolescence where isn't it cool if we have like pajama Fridays at school? Mm -hmm. You know, Uh, there's so many working women who listen to this podcast. Like imagine if you showed up to work in your pajamas. Mm hmm. Well, I feel, I think, you know, culturally, um, it, what happens, what, what has happened is what always happens. It's like a good thing goes sour. And so (laughs) just think about like back in the day, I don't know what that day was, but like there was no messy bun. The messy bun emerged on the timeline of women's hair and fashion at some point. And, and it was it was cute. And I was like, oh, look what you can get away with. That's actually kind of cute. And then like that just that's good. I like the messy bun. I think it's cute. I don't do it well. I think it's adorable. Um, but it sort of snowballed and just kept cascading and avalanching into you're at the mall and there's the messy hair don't care t-shirt, the messy hair don't care coffee mug, the messy <laughs> hair don't care tumbler. I mean, it just like got worse and worse and worse and worse and worse, you know? And We've seen that, you know, you guys, those of you that follow me on Instagram, you know, every time I go shopping, I have to post obnoxious pictures of sweatpants because they drive me nuts. They're in every store and they're everywhere. Like at one point, you know, we got out of our high heels and our garters and our skirts and that was comfortable. Oh, now we're in trousers. Oh, now there's leggings with stirrup bottoms in the 80s. And and it just kind of keeps going and going and going. And now, like we talked about last week, you're going to Nordstrom and everybody's walking in the door in pajama bottoms or sweatpants. Like a good thing went really bad. Yeah. So yeah. So I just want to push back against that a little. I don't think a little push is going to do any damage. We're not going to go back. We're not undoing anything. But those of us who want to can push back just a little. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, I think too, it's helpful to remember that as a homemaker, whether you're working in the home, out the home, whatever, like the chances of you having it all perfectly put together every day are pretty nil. <clears throat> so like, it's great for you to be able to say, okay, well, you know, maybe super high fashion is not going to be my thing, but I'm just going to make sure my hair is washed because right. there's a difference between wearing a messy bun with a nice blazer and some, you know, clean jeans Mm-hmm. That's different than I haven't taken time to shower in six days. Mm-hmm. You know, and so this, this, it's not the same. It's not apples to oranges. And so right. for the homemaker, for her to be prepared to get ready, again, a little work on the on the upside of just saying, hey, what is important to me? Um, I recently realized this. Because I'm outside all the time right now. It's gardening mm-hmm. season. It's no mm-hmm. longer winter. And so the amount of time that I went between hair washing and showering in the wintertime is no longer appropriate because I'm just outside exposed to dirt more. Mm-hmm. And so I finally was like, you know what? I'm just going to shower every every other day. 
I take a bath every day, so my body gets washed, but I'm going to wash my hair every other day. Mm. And it was like, it was like getting a new wardrobe because every day I felt not disgusting. Yeah. Oh, I'm not so horrible <laughs> after all. <laughs> yeah. Because I know like I don't put a ton of time um, into fashion in the springtime. There's a lot of my work overalls and yeah. these basic pieces that just kind of get me by because there's so much outside work. Mm-hmm. So if I'm clean, this like counters the little bit scruffier of clothes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Same with makeup. Like I'm actually wearing more makeup now than I did in the winter time, and that's just sort of to keep the scales balanced. <laughs> <laughs> right? Is she going off the deep end? No, she's okay. She's all right. She's right. brushed her teeth today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. I think we should talk about what, like, what the prepared wardrobe looks like. So. A lot of people, ourselves included, we have children. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you get the luxury of taking a good long while to get ready or you have a special party and that's very fun. And sometimes you just need pieces that you can just throw right. on. Right. So like um, unpack that a bit while I go get a tissue to wipe my nose and then I'm going to pop right back. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Uh, what I've tried to do oh, in in my wardrobe is make it so that – there are occasions that I can reach in and grab something for. And so, you know, with six kids and living on a farm, my everyday has to be really practical. And it's so weird because you have no idea what I just said. Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. I was saying that it needs to be where I can reach in and grab something for yeah. for different occasions. And so six kids on a farm, you know, that's, that looks – my daily uniform looks different. It has to be comfortable. I have to be able to jump up and squat down and bend over and break a sweat and then be too warm, you know, and then standing next to the oven or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just like this it, – It's it has to work. But, um, but yeah, I don't want to do it in sweatpants because that – I just I don't. Mm-hmm. I wear tennis shoes all day long, typically, mm-hmm. uh, because my feet are really flat and I need the support. In fact, um, I'm kind of neurotic about tennis shoes. Like I have to have them on, and like I can't make a decision without them. <laughs> like I tell the kids, I can answer that after. Go find Mama's shoes for her. I have to have like it's like this like, grounding, weird thing for me. I got to have secure feet. <laughs> that's that is, it's actually that's odd. Um, it is odd. I'm pretty uh. Yeah, I can't ignore it. It's a real thing. <laughs> um, but, you know, during the day, like I I love a good blouse and they serve me well because they're I'm I'm very warm blooded. They're nice and thin and I can roll the sleeves up three quarter, open the collar. Um, mm-hmm. And then I like structure. So it gives me some structure and I can just wear a pair of jeans or a skirt or whatever in the springtime and still with my tennis shoes or um that's mm-hmm. usually what I'm wearing during the week is yeah. jeans or a skirt and a blouse. Yeah, I think if we try to fight that urge to be comfortable in our culture, um, that doesn't always serve us well. You know, we've made great advancements in clothing. Some mm-hmm. like dire disadvancements or whatever regressions right. as well. <laughs> right. But like elastic do you guys know what people would have given for elastic back in the day? Can you imagine? They would have loved it. Zippers. Yeah. Like, these are great things. Mm-hmm. A skirt with an elastic waist is a beautiful thing. And 
I think we we tend to over accentuate comfort to mean yoga pants, sweatpants, sweatshirts, mm-hmm. our husband's t-shirts. And I don't think that needs to be true. So if you feel like that's your only option, like I'm going to dress this way in my sweatpants and my husband's t-shirt, or I'm going to be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I think that's false. I don't think it has to be that way. I think there are some yeah. really wonderful clothes. Even the what we've done now with jeans with their little stretchy fabric. I have this mm-hmm. old pair of vintage Levi's and they are as uncomfortable as sin. They're so structured and like mm-hmm. they're like what denim used to be. Right. You know, and you think when you get used to wearing your like little target stretchy elastic maternity pants for Jigging a decade, things. you're like, jeez. Yeah. Jeez, jeans, what's your problem? Right? Like why why are you being so mean? True. Um so we've made some great advancements like that. So right out of the gate, if you're looking at your closet and you're trying to just be prepared to dress for the day, especially if you've got like young kids and you're like pulling a boob out all the time for right. nursing and you're squatting down and you know you're changing diapers and you're hauling car seats, I get why people want to be comfortable. Mm-hmm. I get that. I'm just saying it might be a little bit broader of um, a genre than we give it uh, credit for because I think something like you're saying and uh, some nice jeans. Um, so I don't like the structure of like a really tight button up blouse. Mm-hmm. I've got some of those, but I find myself way more comfortable in an oversized linen one, but I iron it and mm-hmm. I roll the sleeves up to my elbows mm-hmm. and it with a nice pair of jeans. It looks awesome. Yeah. But it's to me, it's more comfortable than like a something a little bit more tight or synthetic i don't know yeah no mine are just a cotton i get most of them at resale shops i just like mm-hmm. a good like thin like oxford ish sure know, sometimes with a fun print i will say this too and i will speak from personal experience i think a lot of people are wearing clothing that is too small for them and they equate that with being uncomfortable and girlfriend you just need to size up your jeans are making you angry because they're caught poorly and they're too tight. Interesting. I, I okay. think that's a problem. I think that's fair. Mm-hmm. I think that that is probably Because fair. we're talking about, like like you said, this is a modern age. Fabrics are modern. There's give. Yeah. It's even a blouse or, or a skirt. It's like, like you said, elastic band. A slip-on, pull-on skirt is not uncomfortable. <laughs> it's not There's uncomfortable. nothing uncomfortable. <laughs> now, if your underwear is going up your butt the whole time. That's uncomfortable. You're going to be angry. Like yeah. you have to find the source of the frustration. It's probably not the, the alternative. You know, it's not one or the other. It's not right. look nice or wear sweatpants. Yeah. Something usually is going wrong in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Okay. Um, okay. So how does the homemaker be prepared to dress well for the day? How does she do that? First off, uh, okay. Should Go we ahead. talk about getting rid of the things that no longer serve her? Maybe it's the jeans that are too small. Mm-hmm. Like just eliminating that noise of, oh, I need to wear something. Oh, I see a stack of stuff. Oh, those three pairs of jeans don't fit. Or right. I'm angry just thinking about wearing them. It is. Maybe noise. that's a good place to start. Yeah, that's a great place to start. Why not? Yeah. Just go through and- 
And think about your day. You walk into your, or I walk into a cooler, you open your fridge and you look at your fridge and you think, what do I need for this meal? Yeah. Look at your closet and think, what do I need for um, the everyday? What does my everyday look like? You know, you and I wear chore clothes in the morning because we know it's going to be nasty. So what is, is it going to be nasty? Do you need to wear right. an apron all day? Right. Uh, are you going to be on your feet in front of the sink all day? Do you need tennis shoes? Do you need nice, um, nice socks? Yeah. Nice, thick, like sturdy, not those little piddly things that those little booties that wear out in one week, but you can yeah. get an ankle cut sock that's got some structure to it and feels, feels good when you put it on. Is the elastic in your underwear shot? You know, is it sagging and bagging? It, do you have back fat from bra straps that are too tight? Like you have to look. There's probably a reason why you feel ill-equipped or uncomfortable. And look at the day and what you have to do and consider what supports that literally mm -hmm. and physically. Yeah. Last year, I finally just stopped fighting myself and bought some neutral shirts, white and black, just cotton, not expensive, not mm -hmm. nice quality and a pair of overalls. And that became my sort of uniform for farm chores or going out to the garden chores so that I wasn't as tempted because I just knew I had a uniform to put on. So I mm -hmm. stopped then going out and doing things that I shouldn't be doing in nice clothes. <laughs> and then, you know, staining them. Or like one time I was out there and I had like a bee fly up, you know, like they're there's yeah. genuinely some, especially on the farm, like there's some actual things you have to think about, mm -hmm. about that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but just having a uniform, if you have something in your day that's like, hey, I have to be able to go to office work or I need to be able to take my kid to soccer practice or whatever the thing is. Right. Like what's the uniform for doing that? Mm -hmm. And just make sure you have that so that when you need to do that job, you have what you need. And to me, it just kept it way simpler. And I rarely wash my overalls because they're just dirty. Mm -hmm. I, I can paint in them. I can milk a cow in them. I can harvest carrots in them. Like I don't think about it. Right. They're just in good shape. They cover everything they need to cover. They're comfortable to work in. I don't have to worry about my crack hanging out when I, when I squat down at the mm -hmm. garden. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Got all kinds of pockets to stick stuff in. <laughs> um, but it actually took like assessing the situation, saying, how am I going to be prepared to, to have what I need to, to do this? You know? Yeah. Well, and I think too, you know, women, we have like guilt about spending money sometimes and yeah. If you're looking at homemaking as a job, if you got a full, like, I know we have, uh, you know, women that stay home, full-time, part-time listeners. Let's say you're, you were at home and tomorrow morning you had a full-time job. You would need clothes to wear to that job and you wouldn't feel any guilt about it because that would be required for the job. Yeah. So why does it have to be different um, for, for homemakers? Mm-hmm. Uh, we can look critically at what we do all day and say, what do I need to support this? And mm -hmm. and if you need to remove the word fashion from that conversation so you can have that conversation with yourself guilt-free, then then go ahead and do that. Look at yeah. it as a uniform like we've talked about before. 
Totally. I think uniform mm-hmm. is a is a great way to put it. I think um too for the average person, the average homemaker, we can create a lot of noise in our wardrobes because <laughs> new clothes smell good and they look pretty. <laughs> and they're tempting. They just are. Like I love a good new pair of pajamas or mm-hmm. and so I think we have to be careful just like with all things, just how much noise we bring in. Having a few really nice pieces is helpful. Even just having a few new pieces. It doesn't mean you have to like overhaul your entire thing from top to bottom or constantly be bringing in new pieces to keep it fresh. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think, I don't know how you do it, but I try to kind of do it seasonally. Like, okay, we're shifting now from winter to spring. Mm-hmm. Do I have sandals to wear? Do I have a pair of jeans that fit? You know, and I do the same Mm -hmm. thing with my kids. Just take a little assessment every like three months. Who needs what? You know, okay, Juliet doesn't have a coat. Stuart doesn't have any socks. You know, and just fill in the holes where where they need to be filled in and not just throw stuff at it (laughs) all, you know, constantly and hope that something sticks. Hope Mm -hmm. that something makes us feel better. Right. Tubes & Co. Organics believes that skincare products should nourish and restore and come from simple, wholesome ingredients. Consider having a beautiful routine as nature intended with no synthetic chemicals, no GMOs, toxins, or artificial fragrances. Can you imagine that? Taking care of your skin and applying your favorite makeup products knowing that what you are using is safe and beautiful from the inside out. Tubes & Co. believes that skincare products should nourish the skin without adding hormone-disrupting chemicals, and they go above and beyond to source organic products made in the USA. Visit tubesandco.com. That's tubes like soups. Tubesandco.com and use the coupon code CHIC10 for 10% off. Does your skin need some extra help after this long winter? May I personally suggest the Sea Buckthorn Oil and Frankincense Tallow Balm, two of my favorites. It's not good enough for you until it's good enough for Emily's own family. So visit tubesandco.com and use the Homemaker Chic coupon code CHIC10 for 10% off. Last year, we finally took the jump into the freeze-drying world with a beautiful new freeze-dryer from Harvest Dry, and we are so glad that we did. As a homemaker and gardener, these freeze-dryers have the very important job of making sure that nothing, whether it's a bountiful crop from the garden or leftover soup from Sunday supper, go to waste. These incredible machines are very versatile. You can use your freeze-dryer to preserve dairy, meat, produce, and even complete meals. Here's the very best part. Everything is completely automatic. You literally just fill the freeze-dryer trays, push the start button, and walk away. Preserving food can be that simple. Freeze-dried food lasts for 25 years in your cupboards and will maintain taste and color and flavor. The food retains nearly all of its nutritional value, and home freeze-dried food costs one-third the cost of store-bought, which means your freeze-dryer from Harvest Right will pay for itself in no time. This is the perfect season to order your freeze-dryer so you can have it set up and ready for spring and summer bounty, whether you're freeze-drying 
fruits, vegetables, herbs, milk, or even eggs, Harvest Right machines are the best on the market and will soon become an invaluable player of your preserving kitchen. Visit bit.ly forward slash Harvest Right Homemaker or click the link in the show notes to shop your new home freeze dryer system from Harvest Right today. A huge concept on this show is Better Not More, and our sponsor, House of Tokuman, exemplifies this idea. Visit hotrugs.net if you're tired of throwing your money away on cheap rugs that don't survive your lifestyle. Dress your home in a hand-woven rug from House of Tokuman. I have to confess, I'm pretty obsessed with this company. I totally trust Annabelle's knowledge and expertise. She's helped me find beautiful heirloom quality rugs for our home. They are made from the finest cottons and sheep's wool. Free shipping in the continental U.S. is a serious bonus too. Here's a designer tip. Follow House of Tokuman over on Instagram for the most incredible education on rug quality, care, and sourcing. And then when you're ready, use this exclusive coupon code HOMEMAKER25 for 25% off this investment into the fabulous style of your home. You're guaranteed a -a one-of-a-kind rug, no fake antique rugs, machine-made copies, or replicas, my friends. You've seen them in our homes. Now it's time to dress your home in a rug. Visit House from Tokuman at hotrugs.net. That's hotrugs.net and use the coupon code HOMEMAKER25. Hello, lovely homemakers. This is Angela. Spring is in the air and it's time to visit oldworld.parisianfarmgirl.com for your spring home design inspiration. Join the Old World Design Society now for as little as $5. You'll have access to one design class a month, a private online forum full of professional designers and amateur home stylists to learn from and become friends with, Choose to include a print or digital magazine with your society membership and watch your stylist skills grow. Become a member of the Old World Design Society today and learn how to elevate your space, improve your knowledge of antiques and history, and style your home like a pro. The Spring Magazine is shipping now and it's gorgeous. Our design classes are ready for you to join us. Visit oldworld.parisianfarmgirl.com and see that there is now an option for every budget. That's Old World. Dot ParisianFarmGirl.com. I do that. And I also here. Okay. So here's my dilemma. I think f- for me and my personal taste, it's really hard for me to find things that I like. It's Are you really picky, hard. Angela? I am so <laughs> picky. That I'm sound, so right? picky. And so <laughs> I actually am. I mean, I do that. Like, I'll buy new pajamas quarterly, and but then I'm probably a little bit more impulsive, I guess, if that's the word. In that, mm-hmm. if I see something and I know that cut is right, that color is right, that price is right, I just get it. Mm-hmm. And it's not going to go to waste. I'm going to wear it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, in terms of being prepared, let's speak generally. Mm-hmm. And let's just sort of assume women mostly dress roughly like you and I do, just I think pretty <laughs> average. Don't you think it's yeah. average? Yeah, I suppose. Like right yeah. now I'm kind of wearing like a loose little red sweater. I'm wearing a nice pair of pants, jeans, and wearing some little loafers. Like that's mm-hmm. fairly standard. Don't you think? Yeah. Okay. So let's assume that. What would be like the essential pieces that you would put into a closet where the homemaker could just go to it and kind of just grab out what she needs for the day. 
Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Off the top of my head. <laughs> <laughs> like um, this entire podcast. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. Off <laughs> off the top of my head. I I I personally and I laughed because I didn't I didn't want to like be assumptive that like other people have the same style as we do. I wasn't maybe my laughter came out <laughs> wrong. Um I would have a pair of jeans that you really like that doesn't make you angry. Okay. Agreed. For me, I need a couple of blouses and a couple thin sweaters. Yes. Not uh, the kind that like all of a sudden halfway through the day you're like, why do I want to rip somebody's head off? Oh, exactly. The sweater is scratching at my neck. Ex- exactly. Because like I have a nice um like made in Ireland wool sweater and I'll wear that with a very thin t shirt or something. And then it's yeah. So so a few thin sweaters. Um I do like a I do like a good skirt. Just um just really simple and they're really hard to find. And so those are one of the things like if I see one, just a not a pencil skirt, not like super skinny, but just like a basic straight skirt that comes down to about the knee that I can just wear with one of those sweaters or wear with a blouse or wear with a white t-shirt. Yeah. You know, I can throw on a pair of tights in the winter. I can wear sandals in the summer. Like that's what I grab because they're super hard to find. Um, uh, you know, a couple dresses and that just, you don't have to have a ton you can wear the same ones over and over again. It it doesn't matter. Um, spring and summer's coming, so I think a couple pretty sundresses. And then what I do is I just have a cargo jacket because sometimes um, it's easy for me to feel like I'm too dressed up. I'm usually uh, – I live in northern Wisconsin and I like clothing, okay? So I'm usually – more dressed up than anyone when I get invited to someone's house or a party or something simply because I need an outlet. <laughs> I need to get dressed up. And so the, a move that I do is I bring my cargo jacket and it's really neutral and I can wear that over a dress and it kind of knocks it down a few notches. If I get in and I start to feel a little over secure or over, you know, insecure or <laughs> overdressed, mm-hmm. then I can do that. Mm-hmm. I love those kind of pieces. Last year I got this pretty inexpensive little Ralph Lauren sundress and it's high necked and sleeveless. And it's just red with these little white flowers on it. Very simple Mm kind of comes just above the knee and you could wear it outside with sandals to garden and it would be great. Or Mm -hmm. you could put some heels on and like a little jean jacket or a little blazer over it and you could wear it out to dinner and it would look Mm -hmm. great. And those kinds of pieces, those transitional pieces, I really love. I really love it because I do try – I get really dressed up for church, so I have some special church things that I save for Sundays. But like what you see – and this is true for Angela and I, you guys. um, It's what you see really is what you get. Like if you see something I'm wearing on like YouTube or anywhere – I've worn it a thousand times and it's actually what I wear. The food we photograph is actually food we eat. Like it's all actually just coming out of our everyday lives. Right. So there are often days when I am out in the garden and I'm weeding and I'm doing work and then I'll throw on a little coat over the dress that I wore outside all day and I'll wash my feet and put on some new shoes and I'll go to the winery. Or we'll go out to friend's house or we'll have washing. people over. I'm so glad it's I'm not the real. only person that's like, I have to wash my feet. I have to I wash my public. feet. <laughs> I do not go to bed without my feet washed. 
and I don't go out without my feet washed. But um, I love those kinds of pieces because it makes it just feel like this is actually who I am. This is actually how I live. It's not like, oh, I got all dolled up. It's like, no, this is just this is just how I dress. I love that. I love those mm-hmm. kinds of pieces. I think those little midi skirts that you're talking about are the same thing. Like you could wear them with like a nice white tank top and some sandals out to the park, out in the garden, doing whatever, super casual around your house, cleaning on a Saturday. And you could just throw a white blouse over your tank top and be in a completely different outfit for something. Assuming you have somewhere to go. I don't know. Where do people go these days? Somewhere to go. (laughs) The winery is the only place I could think of. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) Where is there to go? If you're not going to the winery, where are you going? Um, I think, you know, it's nice to have something, like you said, a few key things to wear to church that are really nice if you're going to church and and a nice party dress. Like if you get invited somewhere to a wedding or whatever, you shouldn't have to go buy a new outfit for each wedding. Okay. Yeah. Just get a really nice LBD little black dress and call it a day. And you can wear that again with sandals. Bring your cargo jacket if you feel too dressed up or your jean jacket. And, you know, otherwise, or wear it with high heels and really nice jewelry and lean the other way. Yeah. Yeah. I love a good high heel. Um, This is a slight little rabbit trail. But um, Stu got me some shoes as a gift. And they were those high heels that we'd been talking about, the Margot high heel. Yeah, I told you they never okay. have mine. Okay, well I didn't I just, get the leopard. It print. Makes me angry. I got I the, the leopard ones, nude ones, mm. and they have a thick heel, nude suede or leather, nude suede, nude suede. Okay, and they're advertised as like the everyday heel, like you could wear mm-hmm. these all day, and you can. <laughs> they're <amazing>. really. <laughs> Are you serious? I'm so serious, and. There's so there's something um I think women can be I could I was intimidated by high heels for a long time. Mm-hmm. And then I learned how to wear them and I learned how I felt in like a really nice nude high heel and like what that felt like with a little cigarette jean and I loved it. These mm-hmm. Margot ones with the thicker heel, they're just a little bit softer because they're the fabric I got wasn't shiny, you know, it's suede. It's it looks more like an everyday shoe. But it's so pretty. It's so mm. pretty. And every time I wear them, I show them to Stu. And he's like, I know you like your shoes. <laughs> like, oh, look at them. They're so beautiful. <laughs> and they look equally beautiful with like a formal dress as they do with a sundress, as they do with jeans. They're so, so pretty. But um, I say this because high heels, if you're intimidated by high heels, the fatter heel, which is in style now, so we can do this, Mm -hmm. is really approachable. Like, that's the difference between I'm slopping around in my garden in my little sundress with my Birkenstocks and Mm -hmm. I'm ready to go to a supper party. Literally Mm -hmm. just like the transition of the shoes. Yes. And so that might be a nice way, homemakers, if you're like kind of wanting to dip your toes in the water, they're easier to walk in for starters. These ones have round toes, so they they are they're just a little bit softer. Yeah, all around. So pretty. I haven't worn a chunky heel in so many years. Yeah. 
this was my first since like my 90s loafers and such, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. They're yeah, really that's pretty intriguing. Though. I still want the leopard ones. Um, I did order for around the house uh leopard like slip on new balance. They come tomorrow and Our I'm tennis super shoes. excited. Mm-hmm. A leopard tennis I know, shoe. I know you're not a big leopard person. Yeah, it's very small. The pe- the print's real tight. It's small. Okay. Interesting. Yep. Okay. But then I can wear them with jeans or black yoga pants or whatever. And okay. They're cute. They're classy looking. Okay. I'm really excited. <laughs> I'm excited for you. Okay. I'm excited <laughs> for you. Um, chewing is actually really important. When oh, you're talking gosh, about yeah. like being prepared to like do a shoe up to do what you need to do for your yeah. day, having shoes that don't hurt your back, that don't give you bunions, like <laughs> When you need that to are cracked open, yeah, for chores, mm-hmm. yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. So helpful to have really good shoeing. Yeah, I don't, I don't like to wear sandals in the garden because it just gets so I disgusting. Hate stuff in my toes. I've got to be closed <laughs> off. I like don't. Yeah, please don't get in my toes. Yeah, like the when <laughs> I a need piece to be able of to crawl pea around. Gravel, I mean, like I'm always there. like on the ground. I'm not yeah. bending over. I'm. <laughs> down in the dirt. I want to be crawling around. I feel like if we didn't have gardens, so much of this would be not relevant. <laughs> Probably. You know not. when you're in a garden and a bee flies up your dress? <laughs> it is funny though. Like when we do have Jennifer on, that is the amusing part. It's like she's in California. She's in town. She stays clean all day. That's what she always tells us. She's like, you guys are like totally different situations here. Yeah. I have to make plans twice a day to put on smelly clothing and go be around very smelly things. Yeah. And then come back and try to get unsmelly. Yeah. 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 And if you if you you can't really even live like that's not true. <laughs> like no, you it's can't really true. You can't pretend like that's not true. Or you maybe should just have a different life. Yeah. And then in the summer I'm just rank all day because I'm outside in my garden. Yeah. There's worse things. Yeah. No. Just shower more often. As long as you shower every day and you start the day off with like brush teeth. <coughs> yeah. <laughs> You'll I be fine. I hope so. You know? Step yeah. one. Yeah. Brush your teeth. Yeah. Having your teeth brushed and for me having my makeup on are the two things that make me feel prepared for whatever the day brings. You mm-hmm. know, if <laughs> – there was that, that really – this wasn't really funny. I don't know why I said that. But there was a Christmas Eve when Owen cut his finger open to the bone. And oh, yeah. I was like all Like a few dressed, months ago? Yeah. I was all dressed to go to our Christmas Eve service at church. And I like – I went all out. I mean, I like did the whole hair, all the makeup, like the lip stain, the shoes, the fresh nylons. Like I went all out. And we go – like – I end up not going to church. I end up sitting with my sweet little boy in the emergency room while he gets stitches. And all the nurses and doctors who came in were like, dang, girl. (laughs) (laughs) Looking good. You're looking great. (laughs) You were were ready for a party. (laughs) And you know what? I would rather have that than the complete disaster because – I genuinely had to feel like I had to make some decisions about it. You know, I had to mm. feel like I'm in charge of this situation. Okay. And I'm in a position to like to comfort him, to sort of represent like his behalf. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Oh yeah. And just being ready 
course, that was a little over the top, but like just being ready. I know, but nothing made is worse prepared. than taking your kid to the ER looking like really bad. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, what happened? It's just not a good feeling. <laughs> Never mind the kid. It's just not a good feeling. <laughs> well, I actually, <laughs> I felt that way because he hadn't gotten ready yet. Like I was getting myself completely ready. He was next in line for the shower. Okay. And so he came in looking like a street kid. I mean, just covered in blood, yeah. dirty, covered in blood, like not ready, not ready <laughs> for the party. <laughs> oh, no good. No good. But we did talk, you know, at the beginning of the season about how unexpected things are going to happen. You're going mm-hmm. to have surprise people stop by your house. Um, you're going to have stuff come up with your kids. You're probably going to have stuff come up with work. Stuff is going to happen. And I think for the average woman, she does care how she presents herself to the world and she does Mm. care what she looks like and how she's presenting herself and how she looks affects how she feels. If she's confident, if she's feeling go, you know, go get it, if she's willing to take opportunities. Um, You know, here's an example. A couple weekends ago, we had been throwing down on some farm work and I was filthy dirty. And I'd started the day okay, but it had digressed pretty quickly. And the opportunity came up to have a family over for dinner. And I almost didn't because I was like, I'm not physically like <laughs> ready. I'm disheveled. Mm-hmm. And how that the physical aspect of things affects our ability to even take on different tasks. You know what? I, does that make sense? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Or like, hey, so-and-so, you want, you know, they want us to drive in and meet them at this place. And it's like, I can't do that. Mm -hmm. I'm not ready. Yeah. My kids, can you take me to the library? Like it's the day I didn't put my makeup on or (laughs) my hair's all greasy or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And that's still good. And so it's just way better. I mean, the prepared for me personally, just a little bit of effort on the front end. It saves me hassle throughout the day because sometimes it'll pop up where I think, oh, I could film. I could even film for YouTube right now. Or, yeah. or no, I can't because I wouldn't want to go start over on my, you know, put makeup on at three or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, got to run to the post office. Oh, good. Well, I'm dressed. I don't smell bad. You know. Right. Right. Somebody's coming to the door. I look like a functioning grown up. Good. Right. Right. Good. And obviously it's this should be obvious, but I'm going to say it anyway. We're not saying that it all comes down to how you look and that you can't feel confident or that you can't make good decisions when you're not ready for the day. All we're saying is for the average person on her average day, she is going to see an uptick in productivity and in happiness and in peace of mind, knowing that she's just tended to her body and to her dress in a way that supports her actions throughout the day, supports her attitude. Mm -hmm. Right? For sure. But we've talked to enough people to know that it, like they reach out, like it, it makes a difference. <laughs> yes. It's, it's, it's easy to be at home day after day, year after year, and, and end up not, you know, and end up not caring. Right. It's, it's, it's easier. We're all inclined to do the easier thing. Right. And, um, yeah. Yeah. That's true. And, um, yeah. And, um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> 
Well, I have to go blow my nose again. So okay. I think we I should think wrap it up time. for Monday. And yeah. we will be back here on Thursday. Before we hop off, we need to say a massive thank you to American Blossom Linens, who is sponsoring season 11 of Homemaker Chic Podcast. Here's what we want you to do. We want you to go and visit homemakerchicpodcast.com. And there's a great, you'll see American Blossom Linens logo there. There's a little bit of pair, a little bit of information describing them, a coupon code, and then a big, nice little button that you can just click to go right directly to their website. Or you can just, of course, search AmericanBlossomLinens.com. These are beautiful Texas-grown cotton sheets made in America that are designed to last you a long time. So we've been talking a lot about this in this season about just being prepared. Um, How about being prepared to sleep well? How about Mm -hmm. like having a prepared bed that's made and thoughtful and reflective of how you want to feel in that bed? And I think no sheets do that better than American Blossom Linens. So a giant thank you to Janet. We love this product that you have created and we are so grateful to get to share it with our Homemaker Chic listeners. So make sure that you go visit the website, get that coupon code because that coupon code is worth 20% off. So you can go shop, you can go have fun, you can prepare your linen cabinet for surprise guests when you need to make up a quick bed on the couch, all kinds of opportunities there. That's the kind of stuff that makes me feel like my life's in order. I love it. It does. Because, because <laughs> again, like this season, the other stuff is going to unravel. There are going to be emergencies. Yeah. There's going to be spontaneous company. There's going to be colds and flus and disruptions. And so when you prepare for other things, it makes things possible. Makes so fun. we're going to yes. hit this again for 13 more episodes. We're going to talk about being prepared. So yep. join us again on Thursday. Yep. Visit us over on Instagram. Make sure you're following there. Yep. And um, we'll see you then. Okay. See you guys Thursday. Cheers. Cheers.